0: Your inner work is non-negotiable, and it's up to you to grow, heal, and consciously evolve. In this episode of Potent Truth, I get real about the inner work. Tune in and learn why change doesn't just happen to you. The three stages of inner work, how your trauma is your responsibility, and why the inner work is a journey, not a destination. As a reminder, the third round of Potent Leaders will begin this summer. This is a four-month coaching and mentorship journey for leaders who are ready to pave the way for humanity with absolute integrity. Only 10 seats are available. Head to rubyframon.com forward slash potent leaders and secure your seat today. I also have one opening remaining for one-on-one coaching and mentorship. This is a six-month journey and would we'll begin in June. If you're ready to dive deep into your own inner work, apply today at RubyFramon.com forward slash let's talk. And some news, I will be taking May and June off the podcast because in May, I'm diving back into the Amazon jungle. And in June, I am using that month to prep with my new podcast team on a new format for the podcast. So I will be returning after this episode on July 4th with a fresh new format of potent truth. Now, as I always share with you, I'd love your help in getting this podcast out to more leaders around the world. So please download a few episodes, drop a rating and review on iTunes and share this podcast with a friend. Now it is time to learn the truth about the inner work. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion, and deep within your center, therein lies potent truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, where today's leaders, changemakers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at potent truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Frayman, for weekly guidance, channeled messages, and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking Potent Truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for Potent Truth. Hey leaders, welcome back to Potent Truth And I want to preface this episode just by sharing that this will be the final episode for a couple months. I'm going to take a couple months off. You're going to learn more why coming up in this episode. Um, But the next episode to air after today's episode will be on July 4th. So now that I've shared that, I want to have a, a conversation about the inner work. Now, you've heard me talk about the inner work time and time again, because the inner work is truly the foundation of the work that I do, both for myself and and for my clients. It's the foundation of my entire business, all my coaching offers, programs, retreats, events, because it's been the foundation for my life. The inner work is... The work that helped me and continues to help me heal. It continues to help me consciously evolve and take my growth into my own hands. See, for the I I guess I can't say for the majority of my life anymore, since I'm now in my 40s, but for a big part of my life, I was living in the backseat. And allowing my circumstances, experiences, other people, traumas, ancestral traumas and patterns. I was letting all of that drive me. I was letting all of that influence my decisions, my choices, which eventually led me to hover at rock bottom for a a huge portion of my life. You know, as a former addict, as, as someone who was in and out of abusive relationships, as someone who has been suicidal, attempted suicide, been taken for a ride by the pharmaceutical industry and all of that, it, it's, it's been a fucking ride. But the inner work has been my savior and the truth about the inner work is that it's your responsibility. And I want to dive deeper into more truths about the inner work because I feel that the personal development space, the online space, everything that we see can often glamorize the inner work, can make it seem very positive, all about the love and light, can make it feel as if, uh, you know, the inner work leads to quote unquote miracles and that you just have to engage in it and then you're done. But that's not how this works. So I want to start here. Your evolution is your responsibility. Your evolution is your responsibility. Yes. As human beings, we will evolve. There is an unconscious evolution that is constantly taking place because of our biomechanics, our chemistry, everything. Everything in our world is constantly shifting, changing, evolving. When I say your evolution is your responsibility, what I'm referring to is the conscious evolution that you can take into your own hands. And that is your growth, your healing, healing your traumas, healing your the ancestral patterns and belief systems that have been bestowed upon you healing all of that look we cannot change what has happened to us we cannot change the stories of our ancestors of our parents of our upbringing but what we have control over is the here and now and who we're being in any given moment from this moment forward which is why your evolution is your responsibility And because of this, especially as a leader, your inner work is non-negotiable. If you bypass the inner work, and trust me, I have seen this time and time again. If you bypass the inner work, you will end up back exactly where you started, feeling stagnant, feeling stuck, feeling as if you're living the same groundhog day over and over and over again. People wonder why they continue to experience the same things in their lives, and their businesses. And they'll tell me, I mean, I hear this all the time. They'll tell me, but I've done the inner work. I've done the inner work. And I want you to be very clear on this. There is no being done with the inner work. The inner work is the journey. Right? The inner work runs so much deeper than the information that you're consuming and labeling as the inner work. The inner work runs so much deeper than a self help book. It runs so much deeper than a course that you invested in or a coach that you invested in. You can read all the personal development books. You can read all the spiritual books. You can listen to all the podcasts. You can watch all the YouTube videos. You can invest in all the courses, masterminds, programs, coaches, therapists, healers. You can do all of that and still remain exactly where you're at, being exactly who you be. Because the inner work isn't external. Those are all tools. Everything that I just mentioned, these are tools we can use to support our inner work books, podcasts, videos, courses, masterminds, coaches, teachers, healers. These are all tools. But the actual process of inner work, that is only something that you can do. It's about who you're being in any given moment. So there's this weird thing that social media does, right? (laughs) Where you scroll your social media and it seems like everyone is an overnight success. Like they went to an ayahuasca retreat and now they're completely fucking healed and they have a super successful business or They did this one program and now everything is great and their life is good. Or they did this healing retreat and everything in their life has changed. It's transformed who they are. Look, it can, it, I I hesitate to say it can be this easy because this is not the experience. However, there are a few people who are quite possibly overnight successes, but most people, the majority of human beings, we need to go through a journey. We need to dive deep into the roots of our traumas and not just our roots from this lifetime, but our ancestral roots, the roots of the traumas that our parents experienced, that our grandparents experienced, that their grandparents experienced. We need to dive deep into the dark shadows that most people run away from because it's not love and life and positivity. This is where we need to be. There's a quote that I love and I share this in my book Potent Leadership. And it's a quote by Austin Kleon. He says, "Dig into almost every overnight success story and you'll find about a decades worth of hard work and perseverance." I love this quote so much because it's so true. We live in What I like to call or nickname the instant, the instant noodle generation, (laughs) because we have become so accustomed to receiving things in an instant, in a flash, right? Just by the taps of our thumbs, the internet has made this possible and people are addicted to instant results, instant ROI, instant change, instant healing. People are also addicted to instant healing because they're so uncomfortable in their pain and suffering. But change doesn't happen in an instant. It doesn't just happen. You can't go to a healer and expect to be completely changed or healed. The work happens with you, within you. And this is something that for those of us who are really deep in the plant medicine space and I mean the the true space of plant medicine the, the lineages of that whole have held ayahuasca and other medicines for for so long for us who are really studying the medicine we know even the way it's been taught through these lineages is that it is simply a tool it, it is a guide but it is up to us to choose to see what we see. And then from there, it's up to us to choose to do what we do with that information. Okay. So, super, super important to understand if you want to have a changed experience in your life, that requires changed behavior, which then requires changed thought patterns and changed belief systems. This is why we need to start in the depths of our shadows. To do this work, we need to start in the root systems. And know that this is about the journey and not the end goal. The inner work isn't about what you're going to achieve on the other side, nor is it about the accomplishments. It is about the actual journey, the process, the excavation, the digging, the diving deep, the going head first and coming face to face with your challenges, your traumas, your deepest, darkest secrets. That's what this is about. So a little more on my journey, I mean, I've peppered it into a lot of episodes, but let me give you just a little snapshot, especially for those of you who are new to me and this podcast and perhaps even my work. I'm not someone who is new to the scene. I've been on the scene for a very, very long time, longer than many coaches. I hovered at rock bottom from, I would say my, uh, the age 10 to About 33, and throughout those years, I became an addict. At the age of 11, I started experimenting with whatever I could find in my home, which would often be alcohol or or ibuprofens. And I would take upwards of like 13, 14, sometimes 15 ibuprofens in one go. At the age of 11, I started cutting. At that time, and what really instigated all of this was at the age of 10. And I write about this in my book, um, so I dive a little deeper in. About this story in the book. So, I encourage you to get a copy of that book on Amazon or on Audible. It's called Potent Leadership, but I'll share a snapshot here. So, my entire life, I was told who to be, how to be, what to do. Um, I was shown that it wasn't safe to use my voice. And in fact, when I would share my truth, I was punished for it. And then at the age 10, I was molested by a complete stranger in a store. And It was horrific. He threatened to have a gun. And when you're 10 years old, you believe the person and you just do what they say. And it was the scariest thing I'd ever experienced. And I remember what happened afterwards. We had talked to the police. I was with my mom and she just had her head down in shame the whole time. We went home, told my dad and both of them just sat there on the couch across from me with their heads hanging low in shame. And the first thing my dad said to me was, don't tell anyone. And that was really hard. I remember going to my room and that was it. We never talked about it again. So here I was at the ripe age of 10 years old, having experienced my a very, very deep, dark sexual trauma and being left to my own devices to, to work through it, not feeling safe to talk about it. So that's what led me down this path of self-destruction, of addiction, of of self-harm, cutting suicide attempts, because I was so stuck in my trauma and I hated feeling the trauma in my body. I hated feeling the fear in my body. I hated the depression and the anxiety that I was feeling. Anxiety so bad that I would pass out. It it was just, I was doing everything and anything to disassociate and escape. And, And this lasted all the way until my early 30s. And in 2012 is when I, after years of hovering at rock bottom, after a failed suicide attempt, after shifting from being an addict in in pharmaceuticals to being an addict of recreational drugs and alcohol, I finally hit the bottom of the bottom, the lowest of the lows, 2012. And that was when I really looked at myself in the mirror for the first time and didn't recognize who I was seeing that was also the time when I decided that I wanted to do better. I wanted to offer myself an opportunity to experience something different in my life. I didn't know how to do that. So I decided that I would just pick the opposite of what I would normally choose because obviously my choices suck. And this is literally, literally how this journey began. And so things that I would say yes to, I started saying no to and vice versa. I started swapping nights out, four nights in at the gym or hot yoga, I started eating healthier. I started making all these little incremental shifts. And this is part of the inner work, little incremental shifts to start to create a changed experience for myself because I started to believe that it was possible to experience something different. So that was the changed belief. I started diving deeper into the personal development space. I sought out therapy. I, I did personal development workshops. I decided to become a certified coach. And I went through that school program, which was really intense. Um, it was a real coaching certification program that was six months long. We had to practice coaching live sessions. It was crazy and good and amazing at the same time. Uh, I've, I've done so much to get myself to where I am today. From living in fight, flight, or freeze for literally like half my life, more than half my life, to feeling really grounded in my essence and my voice and my truth and my potency. This wasn't a fucking miracle. And this didn't happen overnight. And it's still happening. This is a journey that I have chosen to devote myself to. And as a leader, I encourage you, I invite you to devote yourself to this journey as well. It's so, so important. I remember in 2018, I started experiencing a lot of health issues. And I talk about this in former episodes. And I was really called to ayahuasca. And I had finally found this place in my sobriety where I felt good about Experimenting in the plant medicine space, and I just knew Western pharmaceuticals like that wasn't the path for me, not after my journey. So I turned to ayahuasca in December of 2018. And since then, I have sat over 30 times with Grandmother Medicine. I also uh, was introduced to combo through Grandmother Medicine. It was my second ceremony with Grandmother where combo was introduced. And then it was my third or fourth ceremony with ayahuasca that where she told me to do a three-day reset with combo. And I did the three-day reset. And that was what literally cured me of my PMDD. It cured me of my memory loss, my brain fog, my um, depression, my anxiety. It literally rewired my whole system. And I knew at that point, I really wanted to become a combo facilitator, but of course, that didn't happen until last year. Um, And now I'm a practitioner of combo. But I say all this to say that there are so many different modalities and tools for us to dive deeper into our inner work, plant medicine being one of them. And I am a huge advocate for plant medicine, and it's not for everyone. You have to feel called to it. And I would say there are more shady shamans out there than there are revered. Maestros, shamans, and teachers. So it's really, really important to do your due diligence and find people who are bestowed the lineage, who are practicing with permission, who are deep in the learning, who don't see themselves as the healers, but as the guides and and the conduits for this type of medicine work. And just know that again, this is just a tool to help you dive deeper into your inner work. So for an example. Every ceremony that I sit in, I I gain insights. I see things. I am I'm shown things. And often they don't really make sense in the moment. This is why there's an important process that takes place after that most people skip. And this is with anything. This is with, you know, whether you read a self-help book or listened to a really solid podcast or just completed an awesome course and you gained all this knowledge and insights. It's not The insights or the knowledge that matters is what you choose to do with it. That's the real inner work, right? You can't just be a sponge and go from thing to thing, to thing, to thing. Your evolution is your responsibility. So with each of these ceremonies, all the insights that I get, I take that. And I go through the cycle of inner work and I write about the cycle of inner work in my book, Potent Leadership, but I'm going to share it with you here. And the way that I teach the inner work is that it happens in a cycle. And the three stages of the cycle are stage 1 integrate stage 2 implement and stage 3 improve so for me i go through this cycle every time i go through this process of learning and unlearning and and finding and discovering and gaining insights it's so important because this is what really anchors us into that next stage of our evolution the next stage of our healing so i want to read to you um Just a little snippet from my book, which talks about the cycle of inner work. Information without integration is just information. But once you integrate what you learn, that information becomes knowledge. Once you implement that knowledge, it becomes a skill, a habit, or a changed behavior. And once you have that new skill, habit, or changed behavior, it's up to you to improve upon it to ensure that you don't become stagnant. You need to integrate to transmute the information you've collected into knowledge. This requires you to be, to really know and understand what you've learned versus just acting like a sponge. It's like doing long form math versus pulling out your calculator. You need to implement the knowledge into a new skill, habit, or changed behavior. This is about taking action instead of just talking about it, or even worse, assuming you don't need to take action because you're past that. You need to improve upon that new skill, habit, or change behavior. Choose to sharpen your skills, habits, and behaviors to continue being your best each and every single day. This isn't about competing with others. This is about being your best self by staying devoted to the path of mastery. Again, that was a snippet from my book, Potent Leadership. But this cycle of inner work, this is the true path of evolution. This is the true path of your evolution. And here's the real truth about the inner work this is the work that you get to do behind the scenes. This isn't for your audience. This isn't for your followers to see. This is for you. The inner work isn't a badge of honor. It's a way of being. It's how you choose to be and navigate and show up in your life. It's the journey that you take in this life. And it's how you choose to navigate your path. So when it comes to the inner work, do it for you. Do it for your vision, your purpose, your mission. Do it for your ancestors and those who came before you. Just don't do this for the gram. Do whatever it takes to deepen and elevate your inner work, even. If that means doing something you've never done before, like going into the Amazon jungle, which I'm about to do again, so that you can experience something you've never experienced before. This isn't for anyone else to understand this work, your inner work. It's not for anyone to understand. In fact, most people aren't going to fucking understand why you're doing what you're doing. This is for you and your ancestors who came before you. Your growth is your responsibility. Your healing is your responsibility. Your evolution is your responsibility. So take responsibility for your inner work. And with that, my friends, I am taking some much desired time off to dive deep into my own inner work. I am returning to the Amazon jungle for another 14-day dieta with my Shipibo Maestro in May. and. After that, I'll be taking another month off. I'll be taking June off to prep for the relaunch of my podcast. That's right. Potent Truth is coming back with a fresh new look. I've got a new team working with me and super, super excited about that. So the next new episode will be aired on July 4th. Stay tuned. And in the meantime, I invite you to binge on some of the past 265 episodes. There's a lot in there. Um, And if you want to learn more about my first 14 day journey in the Amazon jungle, just go back to episodes 155 and 157 to hear about that. And when I return, I'll be sure to update you on this next journey, which, um, I'm heading out to the Amazon next week. Super, super exciting. Please, please, please share my podcast with a friend. If you have past episodes that you love please share those with friends please help me keep this podcast going it is ad free because i want to create this content for you i want to really support the rise of this new paradigm of leadership and i see this as a collaborative effort and i'm asking i'm asking for your support and just sharing this podcast and getting it out to more leaders around the world Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Potent Truth, where I am challenging you to go on this journey with me, to see past the illusion, and to lead with sovereignty. As a reminder, the third round of Potent Leaders is going to begin this summer. This is a four-month coaching and mentorship journey for leaders who are ready to deepen their presence, lead with alignment, and become a fully embodied leader. There are only 10 seats available. For more info on that and to secure your seat, just head to rubyframon.com forward slash leaders and secure your seat today. I also have one more opening remaining for one-on-one coaching and mentorship. This is a six-month journey, and we would begin our journey in June. So if this calls to you and you're ready to dive deep into your own inner work, apply today. rubyframon.com forward slash let's talk. All these links and more will be in the show notes. And of course, if you have yet to grab your copy of Potent Leadership, go do so on Amazon. There's a Kindle version and an Audible version. So go grab your copies today and be sure to download a few episodes, listen to a few episodes of this podcast, and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for your continued support, your continued love. I am off to Peru. In the meantime, feel free to binge on this podcast, sending you all so much love. And I will see you back here in July on July 4th with the freshly rebranded podcast, Potent Truth. Aho leaders.